On episode 445 of Nintendo's Switchcraft, Riverbond is here. Another indie world is on its way, and you can finally play together in Minecraft no matter where you are. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, this is Crazy Legs from Billings, Montana, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft, your source for all the Nintendo news that you are looking for. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Tune in live over there. I, I want to apologize to the people who are here live. I am a little bit late today, and for that I apologize. I had a meeting after work, and that's why the show is late. But, hey, I wanted to be able to bring you the Nintendo news, so that's what we're doing today. Uh, Listen, speaking of this episode, this episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Martin S. Get Switchcraft and my other content uh, ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Big thank you to all of the patrons who help me make content that uh, I think a lot of people enjoy. Uh, If you want to leave a voicemail like Crazy Legs did at the beginning of the show, this is a very easy thing to do from any device. You know, you're on your PC, you're on your phone, you're on your tablet, wherever you are on any device, just go to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail and uh, choose the correct show and leave a, a, a message for us. And I may even play it on the show. All right. We got a lot to get through and not a lot of time to do it because as I said, this is late. I am, I am beginning recording this well after I usually finish recording it, so uh, I'm going to have to go pretty quick to get through everything. I want to start today by talking about a game that I did. Re- I received a review copy of, and that is Riverbond. Riverbond was shown off, um, I can't remember when it was shown off, but it was shown off a while ago on the, I think it was, I don't believe it was at E3, I think it was in an Indie World, which if you don't know what an Indie World is, Indie World are these videos where Nintendo is uh, showing off a bunch of independent games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch, and Riverbond really caught my eye as this really incredibly colorful voxel voxel um, style world where you've got like this top-down... Um, Diablo-like perspective, and as you 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 play through it, it's uh, got these really adorable characters and extremely bright colors and stuff like that. And I, I immediately immediately said to myself, that game looks really really appealing. And they sent me a review copy of the game, which I've got right here. And uh, if you want to check out my first look, that I think it posted earlier today. Uh, today being the 9th of December. Um, but I, 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 I've been playing this game, and it's really good. It's very, very good. It is, um, of course, one of my favorite genres, the, the genre of Diablo-like games. And this very much feels like a Diablo-like game, although a little more button-mashy and a little less... Um, a little less about the special abilities that you have. There's a lot of 
stuff going on as far as as how you play the game. For instance, you have a lot of different weapons that you can pick up. You can pick up big, heavy swords or little tiny swords, or or even you can have like the these little knuckles that go on the uh, on your fists, and you can attack those, which attack very quickly but don't do a lot of damage. Uh, you also have ranged attacks. You have different characters that you can be as well. You can be like a bunny or um, a frog. You can turn into like a uh, a little penguin if you want. Uh, but overall, actually, no, those are, those are the levels that you can go to. Um, let me look through. Okay. So yeah. So, so far I've, 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 I've unlocked, uh, Bob, the manic cat, uh, Zoe Zoe, which is like a zebra of some kind. Um, you can also be Max, which looks like a bunny wearing a hoodie. Um, a donut is another character that you can, you can be, you can be a watermelon that wears a black, uh, headband. Uh, a little pug, uh, and there's a, just a bunch of other ones that I've unlocked so far, and there, it's it's really fun. It's a fun game, and I recommend that you check out the First Look video if you want to know more about it. Again, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, let's move on. I want to talk about, uh, you know, I just talked about a brand new game uh, from Indie World, and I suppose I should mention that we got a new tweet from Nintendo of America which basically says, tune in tomorrow, December 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, for a new Indie World. We just talked about a game that, that was shown off at an Indie World, and now we're getting an Indie World game, or, or an Indie World showcase tomorrow. Uh, is the showcase live stream featuring roughly 20 minutes of information on some upcoming Indie games for Nintendo Switch, and they've given us the place to watch the, the live stream there. Uh, indieworld.nintendo.com slash showcase, although I'm sure that you can also watch it at twitch.tv slash Nintendo, as well as youtube.com slash Nintendo. Um, I usually, I mean, hey, I'm going to be at work at, but at the time that this happens, so I won't be able to do a live stream. For those of you who don't know, a lot of times whenever there is one of these events and I'm not working at the time, I usually will co-stream it so that we can watch it together and kind of pick things apart after the show and, uh, you know, get my my reactions live. That's usually a lot of fun. But uh, what do I expect from tomorrow? Well, I expect to be surprised. I always expect to be surprised surprised from, uh, from Nintendo. Uh, and I definitely expect to be surprised from the indie worlds. They're going to show off some games that are going to be exciting. Because some of my favorite games on the Nintendo Switch are independent games, games that are not AAA games made by these giant publishers, games made by small studios and published by small studios. That they they bring some fantastic gameplay to the Nintendo Switch, and I'm very excited for tomorrow. Now, which game? What what are my predictions for tomorrow? Other than being surprised, I think that they are heavily, heavily, heavily going to focus. Uh, I mean, it's 20 minutes. I don't know how much time they're going to spend on it, but I I fully anticipate that we're, we are going to see some Shovel Knight, uh, um, uh, King Knight footage. Uh, we're going to see a lot of that because the game is supposed to come out. I believe it's tomorrow that the game comes out. I'm very excited. Um, apparently, it's getting like really, really good reviews, which is is great to hear. I'm I'm super excited for this game. 
And I, I'm 99% sure that Indie World is going to either open or close with King Knight stuff and maybe even further announcements from Yacht Club Games, which I think would be really cool. I mean, they've been working on this for a very, very long time. They've been working on the Shovel Knight franchise. And now it seems like they're finally closing out all of their responsibilities. For those of you that don't know, the Shovel Knight franchise or the, the Shovel Knight game It started as a Kickstarter, and all of this extra DLC that we've gotten for free has been um, stuff that was promised because they hit certain goals as part of the Kickstarter. And now they have fulfilled all of their promises. But Yacht Club Games has said repeatedly that Shovel Knight is their mascot. It's, It's the thing that they want to... This is their Mario, as far as they're concerned. So... I fully anticipate that they're going to do more with Shovel Knight down the road. And I, I do hope, while they're, they've clearly shown how amazing they are at designing and implementing a 2D side-scrolling action game, I'm very interested to see what they can do that can be wildly different from that formula with the Shovel Knight universe. Because I think that they've done a great job and I can't wait to see what their next project is. Fisto in chat is saying, curious to see if there's another project from House House. I, You know what? I, I anticipate that House House is probably going to double down on Untitled Goose Game and start releasing DLC. I don't know if we'll see anything since Untitled Goose Game, you know, just, I mean, I don't want to say just came out, but it came out fairly recently. So I, I, I don't know what I'm expecting other than to be surprised, I know that I expect to see a lot of um, uh, Shovel Knight stuff as well as some really cool independent stuff. But what I don't expect, I don't expect to hear anything about Smash Brothers unless it's an independent character like Shovel Knight being included in Smash Brothers. But I don't think that that's going to happen because he's already in uh, Smash Brothers as a trophy character. Um I don't expect to hear anything about Animal Crossing. I know that we're only three and a half months away from uh, Animal Crossing. What I can't remember which what the what's the the subtitle of the new Animal Crossing game that's coming out next year. I can't remember it. It doesn't really matter what the subtitle is. We're three months away from it. It's supposed to come out in March. Uh, new Horizons. Thank you very much, Joel Mead twenty four. Uh, we're about three months away from uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I don't anticipate that we will hear anything about that in Indie World. I, you know, I, I welcome being wrong, but I just don't think that that's something that we're going to be seeing. So uh, I'm very curious as to what games um, when look, you're going to watch this or listen to this. If you, by the way, this is uh, also on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, which, by the way, I anticipate well, I will be putting out more content there soon. In fact, I think maybe on Tuesdays I might do an open mic over on um, on my Run Jump Stomp YouTube channel where I just sit down and, and chat about video games with you guys. But, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow if I have time. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm very curious what you all think. Like, you're going to listen to this today, and then tomorrow you're going to find out all of the Indie World stuff. And then, of course, the next episode of Switchcraft comes out on Wednesday, so I'll be able to respond. But in the meantime, I would love to hear of the games that have come, that that are announced tomorrow. I would love to hear which, which ones are you most excited for, and which Indie things 
are you hoping that we're going to hear about tomorrow? Uh, let me know. I, I might read that kind of stuff on the show. All right. Let's move on, and I want to talk about, and that is the wrong button. I think that I, sure enough, I clo- closed the wrong button, or I closed the wrong, uh, I opened the wrong show notes. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. All right, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is one of the most popular uh, Super Nintendo games. Of course, not on uh, the 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 uh, the Switch. You know, they just announced some new Switch titles or some new Super Nintendo titles on the Nintendo Switch through the through the Nintendo Switch Online app. And um, Donkey Kong Country is not in there, but I still wanted to talk about Donkey Kong Country because uh, there's the story um, from GoNintendo.com, which I I, got to be honest, I didn't even know that this was a project that anybody was working on, but apparently somebody has been working to restore the soundtrack of Donkey Kong Country to its original studio quality. And it's taken them many years to complete this. They have finally tracked down the last track and they have uh, gone through the entire soundtrack and they've restored the track. They've they've spoken to people who worked on it at the time. Uh, they used the original workstation keyboards and drum machines in order to recreate the music from Donkey Kong Country. And I have to say, as somebody who never really played much Donkey Kong Country, I played Tropical Freeze and I thought it was fantastic. But the original game, I it came out very late in the Super Nintendo cycle. And at that point, I had kind of moved on to other stuff. So I didn't end up playing Donkey Kong Country until well after the fact. And I have to say that the music in this is fantastic. It's really, really good. And it's, quote unquote, the way that it's meant to be heard. If you are curious as to what this sounds like, do yourself a favor. Go to runjumpstomp.com. And this is in episode uh, 445. I can't believe I've done this 445 times. Uh, This is an episode 445, so you can follow the show notes there over on my website, runjumpstomp.com, and I just messed up my hat. There we go. Um, So you can listen to it yourself. It sounds fantastic, and uh, it's really, really good. So check out the show notes if you want to know more uh, about that. Let's take a quick break. We'll hear from a sponsor. When we come back, I want to talk about three games that have been nominated by IGN for game of the year. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
All right, we are back, and uh, IGN nominated three games for Game of the Year. And what games are those? Well, I'm I'm sorry, they nom- they nominated more than three games for Game of the Year, but they nominated three games on Nintendo Switch for Game of the Year. So uh, I'm curious. I want you all to think about this for a minute. Which of these games? Do you, which of the the games that you've played this year, or the games that have released on Nintendo Switch this year, do you think IGN selected as their Game of the Year nominations? All right, think about it. Pause it if you need to. All right, have you come up with your with your list? All right, let me let me tell you the games that 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 I'm going to list all of them, not just the Nintendo one. So first off, Resident Evil Two Remake. Uh, I've played this on PS4. It's very scary. The graphics are gorgeous. It's also disgusting and really, really well done. I had a really good time playing this game. I haven't finished it yet, although I feel like I'm in pretty far in the game. Um, Slay the Spire is a card game and roguelike game that I actually got through Xbox Game Pass on my PC and it's very, very interesting, and I can see how this game can be incredibly addicting. Basically, you have to climb this tower, and as you do so, you have a set of uh, a deck of cards that you can use to attack enemies on your way up. And every time you play it, it's going to be a different experience. So, uh, it, it's definitely good. The graphics are kind of weak, but it's still awesome. And I think that that's uh, I I don't know that it's game of the year. Uh, quality, but it's still really good. It's still really good. Uh, Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice. I haven't played it. I don't really know anything about it. I know it's from uh, from Software, and these they are the developers of the Dark Souls series, so I know that there's a lot of people who absolutely love these games. The Outer Wilds is basically Fallout in space, and if that isn't enough to convince you to check it out, then I don't know what to tell you. It's it's fantastic. It's got great uh great graphics. I'm playing it on PC through Xbox Game Pass. Uh, or shoot, am I con- I'm convincing Outer Worlds and The Outer Wilds. Uh, okay, so Outer Wilds gives you okay, I don't know what Outer Wilds in because I was talking about The Outer Worlds. I haven't played this game. So there you go. Let's move on. Fire Emblem 3 Houses. I played a lot of Fire Emblem Three Houses. I played probably about 50 hours of that game, and it's awesome. It's really awesome. There are parts of the game that I despise. Like, I can't stand all of the stuff at school, but the stuff where you are, the the combat itself and the puzzles that you have to figure out how to defeat the enemies on the battlefield is just fantastic. It's top-notch. The graphics are great. The art is is awesome. And overall, I think that Fire Emblem, that is a very good contender for Game of the Year, in my opinion. Um, Control, I don't know anything about. I haven't played it, so I'm just going to skip past that. The Legend of Zelda Link's, Link's Awakening remake. I know that there's going to be a lot of people who say, you you can't have a remake on there, but, you know, Resident Evil's on there. It's weird that we have two remakes on the list this year, but they're both fantastic. Listen, it's not often that I finish a game, and I finished Zelda Link's Awakening. This game 
is fantastic. It's so good. There are definitely frame rate issues that Nintendo should address and make better. But overall, I think that this is one of my favorite Zeldas of all time. And Zelda is like my favorite franchise. So uh, I'm saying definitely, if you haven't picked this up, you need to pick up uh, Link's Awakening Remake. It's just too good to, to take a pass on. And that's what a lot of people will say about the Game Boy version. But this one basically addresses a lot of the problems that I had with the Game Boy version being limited to only having two buttons and just being clunky in general. This just is smooth and and awesome. Um, Disco Elysium. I've never even heard of this. I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to move on. And uh, oh, then the Outer Worlds. (laughs) Okay, so Outer Wilds and the Outer Worlds are both on here. And I, I and, and the Outer Worlds is the one that is Fallout in space. That was also nominated. So, okay, everything that I said before applies. Uh, it's too funny that they're both on here. And then we've got uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I haven't played it. There's a lot of people who say that this doesn't belong on the list because it doesn't have the full Pokedex. Listen, here's what I have to say uh, to the people who say get the remakes off of there and get... Uh, Pokemon off of there because it doesn't have the full national decks. To those people, I say, if the game's fun, that's what matters. So, uh, you know, Pokemon Sword and Shield, according to a lot of people, it's really, really fun. I mean, our di- the Discord, the runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, join it. There's 900 people in there. Um, there. There's a lot of people talking about Pokemon in there, like nonstop. They're, they're constantly saying, hey, I want to trade or uh, you know, can we do this or, you know, let's um, meet up and do a gigantic battle or whatever they're called in the game. I don't know because I haven't played it yet. Um, but Pokemon Sword and Shield nominated for Game of the Year from IGN. And then finally, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm holding back from buying this. I'm doing as, as good as I can. I know it's not a Switch game, so you guys might not care about it, but this looks really good. And um Everything that I've heard about it is that it's fantastic. So those are IGN's Game of the Year uh, awards. Now, I'll say of the ones that were that, that were nominated from Nintendo, I I think that the I think the best one. Okay, having not okay, I don't know how to say this. I haven't I haven't played Pokemon Sword and Shield, so I don't know that I, I can really speak to this. But for me. I, I, I'm hoping for Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake to, to win this year, uh, out of the Nintendo ones, out of all of them all together. I don't know. Um, I don't know which one I would pick. I would probably still go with Zelda because it was just so damn good. And it, 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 it grabbed my attention and held on tight. So uh, I'm curious as to what you guys think, which of those games do you think is the best this year? And uh, do you, like, are you, tell me both the Nintendo game that you think is the best and the game that you think should win overall. And if those are the same game, then that's fine as well. All right. Um, Minecraft. We got a tweet today. Is it today or yesterday? Uh, Yeah, it was today. Uh, 10 a.m. today. Minecraft tweeted out, time to bring the whole extended family together for the holidays. The Bedrock version of Minecraft is coming to PS4. Cross-play with your friends on Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Windows 10, and mobile. What will you do together? So look, 
Now you can have people in a green room, in a blue room, and in a red room, and uh, they can all be playing together. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then go to my YouTube channel and watch the video. So, uh, look, Minecraft is one of the greatest games ever made, without a doubt. It is fantastic, and it's awesome that Sony finally pulled that stick out of their butt and said, oh, you know what, let's let everybody hang out together and play together irregardless, irregardless, I don't think that's a word, regardless of what platform they're playing on, let's just let everybody hang out. And Microsoft and Nintendo, you know, they they got on this quick, but Sony was the one that was holding everything back and not letting things happen. And it wasn't too long ago, and I talked about this a lot on the show, as well as my other shows, but uh, it wasn't too long ago that um, that Sony said, all right, we're done beta testing the cross-play stuff. We'll go ahead and open it up to everybody. And sure enough, now now we can start seeing the fruits of the, of, of the labor there. Uh, everybody can play together. And that's the best thing for gamers in general. I hope that this is something that we can count on in the next generation of consoles. I hope that next, like the PS5, and Project Scarlet, I hope that they all have cross-play functionality in every single game so that we don't have to worry about which console our friends bought. Uh, overall, I think that that's uh, uh, great. All right, real quick before we get out of here, I did get a tweet from Webhead524, and this was actually been in the show notes for a couple of episodes, and I never get to it. So this is real quick. I'm going to uh, uh, read his tweet. He says... I did pick up a physical version of Skyrim on Friday for my birthday. Happy birthday. I appreciate you for uh, hanging out. He, he got a physical version of Skyrim for 10 bucks. Chose a physical copy because it's much easier to swap between switches with the same account. So it seems like he has multiple Switch consoles and they're all, they're all registered under the same account. So I, what I'm curious is to uh, Webhead, and maybe you can write in and let people know or let us know in the Discord, is what's the save game transfer like? Is it something that you have to remember to do each time, or is it something that just happens in the background and you really don't have to think about it? So, you know, maybe you've got your um, your 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 full size switch plugged into the dock and it just sits in the dock all the time. And maybe you've got your, uh, I can't reach my wife's, um, um, my wife's switch light, uh, but maybe you've got the switch light and you take that with you and you play Skyrim. And then when you get home, it automatically syncs up, which would be just amazing. I don't think it does. And if it's, if it's, if it's a thing where I have to do something, then it's going to cause a problem for me every time. I just wish it would work like, iOS does where if I have something on my phone and I want to use it on my iPad, the same data just is in both places. It's just so easy. And uh, I'm just curious how, how that's working out for you, Webhead. Anyway, thank you for the feedback. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, I got to get out of here. I've got stuff to do today. If you want to become a part of the community, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Like I said earlier, you can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can join the YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. I'm going to, my plan is tomorrow at 3 p.m., the normal time that I record here. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to, I'm planning, temporary plan. We'll see how it works, but I'm planning on doing 
a uh, an open mic where it's just I don't have a plan on what to talk about, and it's just games in general, you know, Nintendo stuff, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Stadia, PC, anything is up for grabs. We can talk about anything. It's going to be over at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp at 3 p.m. We'll sit there and have a conversation, uh, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. So join us over there on the YouTube channel. Uh, Before I get out of here, I just want to thank Noteblock for allowing me to use their fantastic music, which you're about to hear right now, Corneria Star Fox Remix. Anyway, thank you for hanging out, and I will see you all next time. Until then, bye-bye.